leaderboard of Peloton People podcast. Today, I am joined by Tom Burroughs, who I cannot wait to talk to about. He's a very avid Pelotoner. His scores are absolutely amazing. Um, he also might be one of the tallest Pelotoners out there. But I am just so happy to get in and talk to him, to Tom. So welcome, Tom. Thank you, William. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> So I'm sure like everybody, when they first meet you, they're probably like, how tall are you? That's got to be your number I'm, one question. First of all, how did, you, how did you find out I was tall? I could just tell picture? by your by, oh. by your pictures. I mean, I could I could all just right. tell. I, I did some research on you, Tom. So All right. Um, I know. I'm, <laughs> I, am, I am six foot eight. Yeah, I, I, I can tell. I mean, is that fitting on the bike? How is that? I have a little bit of trouble. Like I have the handlebars and the seat all the way up and the handlebars are still too low. So sometimes it bothers my back after a little while. So I think like the max is really for someone like six, three, six, four. <laughs> yeah. I think I've, I've seen all the way up to six, five, but yeah. I mean, people don't realize, I mean, that's a huge difference from like six, four, all the way up to, to six, eight. I mean, that's <laughs> a, that's you're tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder if that helps you crank out those great scores. I mean, your your scores are phenomenal. I just like give people a just an idea. And this is all recently. This isn't PRs or anything. But you recently did a forty five minute class, six hundred and thirty eight output, thirty minute um, ride, four hundred and thirty one output, a seventy five minute endurance ride, which is kind of your thing, yeah. at nine hundred and twenty eight output. Those numbers are just unbelievable to me. They they blow me away. I, I'm like, I'm not even in the same league as you. I'm not even in the same Peloton realm as you are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a lot it's been a lot of hard work and everything because I didn't start out that way and it just built up the power zone classes helped me a lot and to build yeah, that up. That's what I everybody did, says. I did four of the of the power zone challenges and uh they really helped, but then it kind of the the problem with the power zone challenges is you burn out from it after a while too because it's just too much. Now, do you ride outside also, or are you just a pelotoner at this point? See, I don't get along outside. <laughs> yeah, I I do. I bought a bike a couple of years ago, and with my height, the center of gravity is too high, and cars they don't look out for you. And I had a pretty bad accident coming up to a stop sign where a car cut the corner really sharp. And I slammed on the brakes and it's the bike skidded out from underneath me and I burned like a hole in my knee. It burned all the way through my sneaker, my sock and left a hole like in my foot. Oh, (laughs) God. That's how bad it was. I was all bloody and everything afterwards and the car just kept going. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Sean Bradley, I guess you know about his accident. And I mean, you know, another really tall biker. So, it, yeah, I don't know hardly. I've got tons of friends that are real hardcore cyclists and none of them have not had at least one bad accident. Yeah. So I'm like you, I, I'd rather just stay inside and <laughs> and be safe. I, you know, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and there's so much traffic here. It, this is way yeah. safer. So but I'm, I'm just so impressed by how 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 fast and you go and i mean you're using a bike plus i mean those are those are legit numbers you know and and then you oh you said like before today you also have a tonal is that correct like you were gonna now tell me about that because i've never used a tonal oh i that that's been a great investment i mean i think the clip out podcast has just done 
they've sold me on everything they do between (laughs) and everything else. (laughs) They're really good. They're really good. I know. So I heard all about it and I'm like, I don't know. I, you know, I was on the fence. So one day I just grabbed my son. It was when Tonal first said that they were going to uh, start having showrooms in Nordstrom's. So Mm -hmm. I went on the website and there was one in Charlotte. So I said, come on, hop in the car with me. We're going to, we'll drive three hours to Charlotte (laughs) to test it out. funny. Because I just wanted to see what if I could fit on it first to make sure, you know, everything worked because I'm not going to invest all that money in it if it if I wasn't going to be able to fit in it. So uh, we got there. I tried out. and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So I ordered it right then and there. And then you know, I broke the news to my wife and she was happy about it, too. She doesn't use it as much as I do, but she does like it a lot. <laughs> now, is she is she used the Peloton a lot as well. What ride is she up to? She's at ride 122 right now. <laughs> and what, what are you up to? I'm at 994. Oh my goodness! Oh, so, you're going to be at a thousand pretty soon. Yeah, next week I'll, I should get that. I didn't. Are ride you going to do a live ride on your thousand? That's my plan. I was looking at the schedule for next Wednesday and Thursday because I think that's about when it will be. And I was just trying to pick out something. Usually I go with like an English or German instructor because they don't have many people on the ride. So you usually oh. can get a shout out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Of course, it might be in German and you might not understand I know. it. <laughs> that, that, that's the one problem with that. But uh, I'm looking, you know, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, the tonal, I've been doing like the Tony, Tony Horton's on there, the P90X guy. Oh, and wow. he has like the best programs on the tonal. That is really neat. I, I have always heard great things about it, but I've never gotten to try it out. So, so they're in all Nordstrom showrooms. They're they're going some? to more and more. Like they just came into a Nordstrom right by our house. So if I waited, because uh, I waited four months, I believe, to get the uh, tonal between the time that I ordered it and the time I received it. So. I've had it since August of uh, last year. (laughs) Oh, okay. Now your Peloton, you you kind of go back a ways. You're pre you're pre pandemic Peloton rider, aren't you? Yeah, I just had my three year Peloversary on April (laughs) 9th. Wow. Now, so tell me about how you got into Peloton and and that story. Now that's a little bit of a long story too. But when we first moved here to North Carolina, all of a sudden I had time in the morning, so I was able to eat my breakfast at home. And uh, watch TV. So I used to watch ESPN every morning while I was getting ready for work. And they uh, they had commercials for Peloton. I'm like, what is this Peloton thing? <laughs> you know. So then after you know after a while, I kind of the commercials got a little better because at first they were kind of like teasers where they mentioned it, and then all of a sudden they said, oh, you bike with world class instructors from New York live in the studio and all this other stuff. I'm like, that sounds really interesting. So then. Uh, it was 2018. My wife's birthday is right before Christmas. And I joked around and said, I'm going to get you a Peloton for your birthday. And she goes, oh, you better not. They're too expensive and everything. So time passed and we didn't get it. So then Christmas came up a month later and I said, I'm going to get you a Peloton for Christmas. And she's like, no, you better not. And then all of a sudden we got towards Christmas and she goes, did you get me a Peloton? I go, no, I didn't. And she was like, she kind of had a little disappointed look on her face. I'm like, Ooh, maybe I will be getting one. (laughs) So then we go fast forward a couple months and my wife and I joined a CrossFit gym together. And, uh, we paid for the first month. It was like, you know, a cheap month for, uh, introductory and I'm working out there and my knee just blew up. 
because uh, when I was in college, uh, my freshman year, I tore my ACL and my meniscus playing basketball. So my right knee has always bothered me and everything. And it just blew up. So then she goes, I'm going to go to the Peloton store in the mall and just take a look, you know, to see how much it is and everything. Because you have to do something. <laughs> uh-huh. So she, she calls me up at work and goes, I bought the Peloton. It will be here Tuesday. <laughs> Wow. That's neat. So you've been riding ever since. Yeah, I try. I have a consecutive streak going ever since the first week. I remember my first. Oh, go ahead. Does it bother your knees at all? Once in a while it does, but it's not as bad as the tonal bothers my knees more when we do uh, like goblet squats and things like that. Uh The Peloton isn't as bad on the knee. So you. uh, you actually played ball for the University of Buffalo, right? Yes, I did. Now, how did you know that? Because I don't have that on any social media, I don't think. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, because I, I was kind of looking you up, and I was like, you, you had to have played basketball somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you just had to. And so I looked through the media guide at University of Buffalo, because uh... I saw you went there, and then, and then you were listed. And you didn't play, like, all, I guess, the whole time, because you blew your knee out, right? Yep. I blew my knee out in a pickup game my freshman year. So then I had surgery the summer after that. And then I took a year to rehab it. And then I walked on my junior year and then my grades suffered tremendously. (laughs) And I said, "Uh, I think I'm done with basketball, you know, in the college level. Right. (laughs) I didn't get, I didn't get a lot of playing time anyway. So it didn't really, it was fine because, you know, they had people, they recruited and everything that were going to, even though I, did pretty well in practice against the starters, but it was fine. I, and then I just played a lot of intramurals and pickup after that. Even when I got out, I played a lot of basketball until my son was born. <laughs> it's pretty neat that you were able to come back from that, that knee problem. My son, he Anderson tore his ACL his freshman year in college. And that's a tough, that's a wow. tough, tough comeback. He's done a really great job. And of course, you know, like we're basketball fanatics around here. You know, Nikki yeah. plays for Belmont and uh, we just love it. Do you still, are you a pro fan or a college fan at all? It's, it's hard to like the pros and it's getting harder to like college just because the players don't stay. Yeah. You know, that, that's the biggest problem. And you, you get used to a roster on a team and then the next year you don't know anybody, but I mean, right now we're in the hotbed of college basketball because we have UNC and Duke oh, yeah. and NC State all within 10 miles of each other. <laughs> Who, who's your favorite? Well, Buffalo's favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That makes sense. I'll, I have my top three, which I can't – they're interchangeable. UB is my number one. And then number two is Xavier because all three of my kids went to Xavier University. Oh, wow. And then – and then Syracuse is my third, you know, in the top three because I grew up in Rochester, New York. So you always grew up an orange fan. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Speaking so, of Xavier, um, one of Belmont's players transferred there a couple of years ago, Adam Kunkel. And, oh. you know, talk, talking about players not staying. And I loved watching him play. He just, he had so much, you know, attitude. He, he really yeah. wasn't a great fit for Belmont, but I think uh, he's probably a pretty good fit for, for Xavier. But I, I liked him. I liked watching him a lot. So now mm-hmm. you came you came into the group, our Facebook group, Peloton People, and you started talking about all these um, long distance rides. 
And, you know, like you're really hardcore. I don't think most of us are that are that. I mean, we have some hardcore people, but, you know, I haven't really done rides like that um, Mm -hmm. before. And then one day you put together a it looked like it may have been a ride from last year that somebody did. It was called Tour de Dennis. Yes. And so it was it was five or six classes and, you know, five or six of us did it. That's the first time I've ever done anything like that. I had a ball. I mean, I thanks for doing that. That that was so much fun. No, so, thank you. That was I it was I've never done one of those rides with anybody else before. So it was nice to have a group go and ride the ride the ride. I mean, none of us could hang with you, but still it was <laughs> it was so fun. I mean, you know, we all hit the continue button and I mean, I we were know. all within just, you know, a few seconds of each other, you know, starting the rides and I thought that was just fantastic. Yeah. Like, how do you hear about stuff like that? Or what kind of groups are you in that, that do rides like that? I, again, the clip out, they had this guy on, this guy, Ty, I think is, his name is. And he, it used to be called the Tour de Peloton. Mm-hmm. And he put together these, the original ride was, you did a five or 10 minute ride, usually a warm up or cool down or something like that, with every single Peloton instructor. And at the time they had like 26 instructors. So that's a pretty long ride. And I, I kind of, I heard, I read, I went to the Facebook page and I read about it. I'm like, this sounds really cool. And I just stalked it for like a year until earlier this year, I'd been golfing every weekend and I had a weekend where the weather was terrible. So I said, I'm going to do this tour to Peloton thing. So I just picked out, and of course I chose Alex Toussaint as my first one. And the first ride is that um, that ESPN ride that they did. Oh my goodness! Oh, and I'm like, that was the first. So that was the first 20 minutes. So he has you going right out of the gate, and you are shot after the first 20 minutes. <laughs> and you still had 25 instructors to go, or no? This was it was this was the tour to Alex. Okay, so tour it to was Alex, two right? hour. It was just two hours. I never did the original tour um, because I that's a little too much for me right now. I can do the two hours, and that's that's really about the limit. I get kind of shot after that. Now you also introduced us to something coming up later this month. I can't uh, remember what it is, but I signed up for it. <laughs> the Pel- the Pelafondo. Yeah. The Pelafondo. That was I it. Know. I, Have I'm, you done that before too? I've never done that. I've only heard about it and I'm, I'm hoping to do it. But I, if I remember right, that's the weekend, April 24th and 25th, I think. I think it was the last weekend. I think it was, like, I'm thinking like the 30th around in there. Oh, all right. But I might be wrong. I, I, I know. It's in one of those. So I'm going to have to keep my eye. I, I did want to do the 50 miles, but I have to see, make sure I can make it. If not, I can just do a random weekend and just try to crank out 50 miles. Yeah, I signed up for whatever the the lowest level was because I'm just not sure, you know, if I can do if I can do that kind of endurance. I I just I just don't know. You're 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 pretty amazing. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's really now. Your kids do they Peloton when they come home to visit, or how does that work? Well, now all three of my kids have their own. My one oh, that, daughter, oh, wow. my one daughter's in Cincinnati. She's just graduated from Xavier in 2020. And she was the first of the kids to buy one. She bought one like last April, I think it is. So she, I, so we have a board with everyone's numbers. She has 287 rides. Wow. And then my middle daughter, she just got hers probably in September and she's at a hundred rides right now. And then my son, I kind of got greedy and uh, I wanted the bike plus. 
So we bought the bike plus at a good uh, Black Friday sale. So then I mm-hmm. gave my son the old my original bike. <laughs> so he oh, has fun. one now. <laughs> so he's been he's hasn't been riding too much with that though. He's he's in the flux. He's in the middle of moving right now. Oh, okay. Down to Charlotte. So his everything's in storage right now. So but he's been living with us and he hasn't been riding the bike at all. That's but, funny. Uh, now, do you do you do you t- find that you talk about Peloton all the time? I mean, because you do you you're a you're a pretty hardcore I, Pelotoner. I try not to because I don't want to alienate too many people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a few people that work at Peloton, and every once in a while I'll talk about it. So, who are your favorite? Who are your favorite instructors? Well, I'll, the the one that really got me going, the one of the original instructors who's no longer there is Jennifer Jacobs. I, oh, I've I heard great things was, about her. She was the best one, and you know she was gone, but they kept her rides up for a while because she left after I had the bike about a month and a half, and I took her last ride and everything. But they kept her rides up for almost a, almost two years more, or a year and a half more. So I took a lot of her rides. So I liked her, but out of the existing ones, in no particular order, because I think they're all great. Out of the guys, I like Sam Yo, Alex Toussaint, and Dennis. Mm-hmm. And other ladies, right now I'm on a big Kendall run right now. I've been doing a lot of her rides because she's tough. You know, she, uh, she she's is a tough. little bit like Jennifer Jacobs in that regard. I always like Jen Sherman because of her playlists and everything. And uh, who was the, oh Hannah Corbin? I I like her rides for whatever reason because they're just mellow usually. Yeah, and this, I'm just saying <laughs> I like all, I like all three of those. Jen for her music, Hannah yeah. for her mellowness. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm right there with you on all those. I usually do 80s rides or classic rock rides or rock rides, even some 90s uh, rock rides or things like that. I'm kind of, you know that's my kind of generation. <laughs> yeah, I think we're probably the exact same age. What yeah. what um do you? What do you do? What do you do in North Carolina? Your job? I work for a major investment bank, international oh, wow. investment bank. I would have to get it cleared if I said the name. So I don't oh no 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 no! <laughs> don't worry about that. You just have so, a really important job. That's all I know. Yeah, I wish. Well, I wish it was more important. But uh, yeah, I've been there for four years. That's why we moved down here. I was up in New Jersey for. 20 some odd years. And then we've had the opportunity to move down here. And I'm like, yeah, I have to get out of that rat race up North. <laughs> uh, North Carolina is one of my most favorite States in the whole country. I mean, you have everything you have the beach, you have the mountains, yeah. you have, you just have everything. My, my family used to have a farm in a uh, Southern Pines, which oh. you being a golfer is right next to Pinehurst. Yeah, and, beautiful. uh, you know, we'd go over there a lot and, and I don't golf. So I would just feel like, wow, I just feel like I'm missing out. Cause Everybody says this is like the best coughing place ever. And, you know, I'm over on the horse side of town and uh, doing all the horse stuff. I just always felt like I was missing out. So you recently gave me. Oh, so you did MetPro. Yeah, I guess I guess you got that that from the clip out, too. Like exactly. That's what I'm saying. We're the best. I see your dog in the background. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She's 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 sitting there. She's got a skin thing. So she's wearing clothes right now. We're trying to clear it up. But, uh, and I know you do you have three Aussies. Is that right? Um, well, I had, we have one, my wife and I have the youngest one, my daughter okay. who was living, she lived with us. She bought the first Aussie, Percy. He's the blue Merle. Uh-huh. And then she moved out. My son got one who was living with us. He has a red Merle. Okay. And, uh, and now he's back with us. So now we have two dogs in the house 
And then when he moves to Charlotte, he has to live in an apartment because his house isn't going to be ready for a couple months. So we're going to have his dog until probably August or September. So we will, but they get along great. They all oh, get along great. really good. They're so, just so yours, too- yours is Milo, right? Milo, yes, Milo. And, and Milo and Luke. Yep. And, and, okay. I got it. I love dog names. I was going to put a picture of them in front of the Peloton uh, on the face because I saw you, everyone's putting the dog pictures yeah. on the Somebody Facebook Somebody said it was page. like national <laughs> pet day or something like that. I was like, Oh, that sounds so much fun. So anyway, back, back to Met Pro. Yes. Like you don't look like unhealthy at all. So, so what led you to the Met Pro? I mean, I know it's more than just losing weight, but yeah. I, I just want kind of want to hear your story on it. Well, I when we first moved down here, having the good Southern cooking, I put on <laughs> a lot of weight. And, um, you know, for me, like my sweet spot is 215 to 220. That's when my knee feels its best. And that's that was my basketball playing weight. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to stay there. But there's been many, many times in my life I've been, much, I've been as high as 285 way back. Oh, wow. In 2000, I was up to 285, and then I I think in 2018 I hit 270. So um, I took it off then, and then during the pandemic, also in 2020 came, and I got back up to like I think I hit 250 at Thanksgiving time this past year, mm-hmm. and that's when I said I got to do something. So I talked my wife into doing MetPro, and that's what we decided to do. So y'all did but it together. Yeah, we did it together. So I took all my weight off in three months. Wow. Because we did that. The, by two months, you get one month free or something like that. Uh-huh. And um, I really enjoyed it. So now we're on the app. We after, Our three months was up in uh, February, and we've been on the app now for a little bit over a month. Did she get to the weight she wanted to be at as well? She doesn't like it as much as I do. Okay. And it's it's hard. It's she got down originally she lost a lot of weight and then she's just been gaining and losing the same pound for like the last two months and she's just having she's just trying to break that plateau and she can't she's just staying exactly where she was and we were just talking about it at dinner right before i uh dialed in here so she's just getting very frustrated and is looking to she wants to drop it so I, you know, I don't know. I told her she has to do what she wants. Or if we have to right. find some other method, but I, I do enjoy it. I, I, I mean, it's the healthiest I've ever eaten in my whole yeah. entire life. And that, <laughs> that tip you gave me on the site, eating yes. chicken from Costco. I got a big bag of yesterday, Sunday. Yeah. Yesterday. And I think I've had chicken all day today. I mean, that, oh. that was a game changer for me. I mean, it's oh. so easy just to pull out and put in. But like, I was never a big vegetable guy. And so, you know, now I'm just like chopping up veggies or getting a bag of mixed veggies and just, you know, kind of stir frying it and throwing chicken on there. Oh, it's so good. I mean, I know. I, I feel like, and I feel like I'm eating a ton of food. I don't know if you felt that way, but you know, some of the meals, it, I felt like I, I was just grazing. I mean, it was so much, so much food. I know. So I mean, I, right Right, right now, are you on like five meals a day where you have the two snacks and three meals? Like? Yeah, I mean, that's how I've been the whole time. Now, it's changed a few times on me already. Um, like now I'm mm-hmm. up to like tons of vegetables, you know, and some yeah. protein. But I mean, it's my plate just looks like a big, huge portion of veggies, you know, at, at lunch yeah. and, and dinner. And which I thought might be a problem for me. But I've had so much fun learning how to cook them and, you know, seasonings and all that kind of stuff. I, I tell you, I, I just love it. 
but you yeah. know, I'm looking at you right now, and I mean, you look shredded. You know, your your bicep, your veins <laughs> are popping out of your biceps from that tonal workout. And I, know, I mean, you I, look you look fit. Thanks. I, I this is the best I've felt in a long time, and it really is because right now I I just did tonal right before I did mm-hmm. it at like six o'clock, and then I did uh, the Emma Emma Lovewell uh, Crush Your Core too. Wow. I'm starting my second week of that, so I'm probably a little pumped up from both of those yeah. today. It was a the tonal was a tough workout with Tony. He really got us going today. So, but I believe the nutrition is. I wish I knew about nutrition when I was like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, like I do now. Like even when I played basketball, we didn't have nutrition. We just went and played every day. We didn't. Oh, no. we, hardly, we hardly lifted weights because everyone was afraid it would ruin their jump shot. You know, well, I mean, so. well, well, just look at pro players now and, and what know. a long career they have and, you know, how well some of them take care of their bodies. You know, I mean, it's it's a whole job in itself, that that whole nutrition and all that stuff. Yeah. If we had had the you know, I talk about whoop a lot. And yeah. um, if I'd had some like whoop back when I ran, I mean, there's no telling how. I mean, I probably wouldn't have been that much better, but I mean, there's no telling how much better I could have been in college running, yeah. you know? I mean, but we just didn't, we didn't have that kind of technology back it's... in the day. So it's, it's anyway, um, let's see what else I got here for well, you. I was going to ask, I was going to tell yeah. you with, um, one of the tips my coach Cassie gave me on Met Pro, mm-hmm. she said, don't worry so much about the veggie carbs. She goes, if we say a cup and you want three cups, have three cups. She goes, yeah, I've kind of noticed use that. it to fill up. So I don't really measure. I measure everything else out, but I don't measure the veggies. I'm kind and, of the same way. I'll just put, yeah. you know, put like a whole plate. I mean, there's no calories in them at all. I, I mean, it's just, and they take up so, so much room. So yeah, your, your advice, it, that's spot on. That's spot on. So <laughs> yeah, now like, you listen, you've already said you listen to the clip out. Yeah. What do you have any other podcasts that you really enjoy? Well, I I enjoy really enjoy yours because yours is more like it's real people talking about <laughs> the Peloton, which I really appreciate that. You know, the clip out that's like a professional broadcast. Oh yeah, you know, they, they, they are very good, and you know, but there's commercials in there and everything too. But they also have a podcast with uh, about tonal called the Superset. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that one a lot too, and then they have a Met Pro uh, podcast as well. Yeah, I saw that they started that one a couple I, months I ago. I listen to that every once in a while, and that's Angelo was on that two weeks ago, I think. And I like hearing him talk about MetPro because, you know, he's the founder and everything. So it's very interesting to hear him talk about it. We're talking to him in a couple of days. You got any questions oh, for him? Yeah, ask him about how to help my wife out. Okay, okay. She, would love, she really would love to talk to him about the program. <laughs> Okay, I will. I will. I will so sure to ask. forward that message, and um, and then the other one. I listen to Pello Buddy too every once in a while, mm-hmm. but I don't enjoy that as much as the. I do listen to it every week, but and they they're too much about social media and everything. Talking about Instagram and all, you know TikTok and all the other stuff, and I don't. Yeah, we we kind of do some of that too, but, but you're uh, not as bad as. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much yeah you know, they, they like to talk about how they know all the instructors or you know they direct message instructors and things like that oh, i yeah, don't really yeah. care yeah. i just want the latest news and like what classes you know because 
sometimes I get stuck in my own little world and I, you know, I don't know about all the classes going on and you hear, you know, it, with that's, you guys, I hear about what you like. And I'm like, Oh, that sounds interesting. I might take that. That's where our Facebook group has gotten so fun. You know, I, I know. It, it's been way more fun than I thought it would be. Um, I'm not a social media guy at all. Yeah. And really I only get on Facebook now to go to our group and I get so much out of it. You know, all the suggestions and everything and even like TV shows, you know, like they'll yeah. give me TV shows. I, and I don't know. Have you watched the show Winning Time? Have you seen that at all? No. It's really good. It's about the Los Angeles Lakers in the 80s. Oh, you know what? We went away a few not too long ago, and we were just watching HBO Max or something like mm-hmm. that. And I, I saw a little bit of it, and then my wife didn't really want it. She's not as interested in basketball. So It's I, really I, good. You should, you should, you should watch it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 go back to it, because once you get to episode four or five, it gets so good. I mean, well, All you right. were probably an NBA fan back in those days. Oh, and Patrick Ewing's my all-time favorite player. Oh, is he really? Since college, yeah. I modeled my game after his. <laughs> oh, that's really neat. Now, were, were you? Did you just dominate in high school basketball? No, I was a late bloomer. I had no uh, coordination. It took me a while. Like I was, you know, I started my junior senior year, and then um, it wasn't until my senior year I averaged. I only averaged like eleven points because we had another guy who did all the scoring, but I averaged like nineteen rebounds a game. So wow. I was just. Because I used to just clean up the glass from all his misses. <laughs> That's where I got all my points from. <laughs> That's and funny. I, I was a terrible shooter, so I used to miss it, get my own rebound, go up with it again. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I, I couldn't shoot foul. I was like a 62% foul shooter, so I was terrible at that. <laughs> and do you still play like, ever at all? I can't anymore. My knee's just too bad. I had to give everything up because of my knee. Like, I... I tried the dunk in every decade, but I haven't been able to do it in my fifties yet. I did wow. it at 49 and that was the last time. <laughs> Are you real slow, like getting up and off the floor, like to do the color time? Yeah. yeah, I, I'm really bad about that. I just not very good at that. So yeah, I, I wonder I, if that's just an age thing or, you know, for me, it might even be a weight thing, but I am just not, I'm not good at that at all. Yeah. My knee, like I said, my knees between basketball and then, in my late 30s, I got into a marathon phase, so I ran two New York City marathons. Oh, wow. And uh, But, like, the last one I ran was 2006, and within two years of that, I couldn't run anymore. My knees were just shot. What kind of time were you running in, in your marathons? I did – what did I do? I, the first one wasn't – it was bad, but it was a hot day, and I was cramping. I think I mm-hmm. did 5, 10. Mm-hmm. Five hours, 10 minutes. And my second one, I believe I did 440. That's pretty impressive. So I took it. I was, I was happy with it. It was <laughs> that I, I, cause I was going to stop at one. I said, I, but I wasn't happy with my time. So I said, I'm going to get back. And I applied and it took me three years to get back in. So I ran it. I turned 40 that year. So I said, I got to get in it this year. And I did. So I, I did the run and I was, that was the the New York City Marathon's like the best experience ever with the crowds and everything. Oh, I else. bet I'd love. And to I do still that have sometime. I have my plaques up on my wall above me. Let's That's see. one of my big goals is to get back into running. Yeah, there's my, my two plaques right there. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'll give you a tour. 
Yeah, let's see. There's it. the tonal. Well, there's the tonal right there, uh-huh. and we got my rack, and then we have our board up there with all of our rides, and there's my Peloton right in front of me. Is the tonal tough to install? Is that hard to install? Um, you don't. Ins- they don't allow you to install it. Oh, okay. I think it was um, SPX or something like. I, I think they use the same company that uh, Peloton uses, and they came and they installed it. You have to give them two spots in your house on an interior wall that you would want to put it. And you have to tell them what's on the other side. They won't put it on an exterior wall or a weight bearing wall Uh. because there's a lot of torque on those cables. You know, when you're, especially when you're pulling away from the machine. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine so. So uh, they just want to make sure that you're, you know, they don't want anything, you know, to damage the structure or integrity of your house. <laughs> I think I'd be really interested in it, but I just don't want another, you know, I know. subscription. Like I'm really, I'm really curious about the rower, the Peloton rower that's supposed yeah. to be released next month. Are you having any interest in rowing that at would, all? That would be the one when I was in New Jersey, we belonged to a CrossFit gym and we used to do a lot of rowing and that mm-hmm. that's a good work. That's a really tough workout. You go for like 10 minutes on that and you're wiped out. Yeah, they said it's like really good upper body. You know, it works all sorts of muscles. Body, yeah, that yeah, get your back, your shoulders. It gets everything. I mean, I still love the bike though. That's the only thing. Yeah. Oh, you're a biker. I mean, there is no doubt you are. (laughs) You are so good at it. It it, just so good. Well, Tom, thanks so much for talking to me today. No, no problem at all. This is so much fun because (laughs) it's funny because I sort of feel like everybody should have a podcast. Because it's such a neat way to meet people. You know, mm-hmm. like, we probably never would have met if it wasn't for Peloton, no. you know, and, and it's just it's just really kind of cool. And, you know, I love talking. I love hearing people's Peloton stories, but not just that, just also a little bit about their life, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, and it looks like you are living a good life. I mean, it's it's I mean, you're blessed, man. I mean, yeah, it's like, I definitely it's, am. Yeah, you've had a great run and and just wow. I mean, your family looks awesome. It's just like, I mean, you really got it going on. And you're my role model in Peloton with some of those stores. I mean, what kind of what kind of what kind of resistance are you having to push to get to those numbers? I, I usually try to stay with the cadence that they call. Mm-hmm. And depending on the instructor, I go five to fifteen higher than what whatever they call out. Okay. And that's the one thing I wish they could fix or enhance on the Peloton is if I set like that, my resistance is five over the range for the bike plus that when they reset, it would go to yeah. five above and they, but they go, they drop it back down to the, to the, the top of the range. Then I got to turn it back up again, or I just turn off the auto resistance and manually do it myself. That that makes that makes a lot of sense. I wish I mean, they you, would do that. Do you do you ever lose a session? Do you do you like to do sessions at all? I've never done a session. I, oh, I really? see them come up, but I because I want to ride when I want to ride. <laughs> it's one of those things. Because usually I my I usually go. I get home from work between quarter to six and six or whatever my wife's usually at the gym until like 6 30 so i try to get home and get the ride in so that when she comes home i i'm ready to shower and then eat dinner right away you know that's kind of how i like plan my day and uh you know so that's so kind of i just want to kind of get on when i want to get on um but the you know my scores are are really i mean you 
you're hyping me up, but they're down from where they were. Well, it could have been amazing. my bike too. My original bike when I was doing the power zone, my my scores were a lot better. But you know, I hit. Well, you like, have to you have to try a session. You've you've got to you know just hit the little button, join session, and it'll be like I did a session today. There were twenty people in the ride, all right? And it's just like a real small leaderboard is basically all it is. And oh, right. you know, it, it just feels like you're more connected when you're on when you're on a ride right. like that. So you got to try it because I mean, you would dominate any session, <laughs> just about any session. It's it's amazing how good you are. I mean, I I know I, I know I'm hyping you up, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's real hype. It really is. I know. I, I wish... mean, my numbers aren't even my numbers aren't even close to that. It's just like I can't believe how good you are. It's just like wow. I need to do that power zone program too. I just yeah. I haven't been patient enough to to do it. Nikki's think, doing it now. She's doing uh, the uh, the the first power zone program. She's doing know. discover your zones. I think I think that's the one yeah. she's doing. I never and it'll did. make her better. Yeah, if she does the challenges, they're really good because you have a set schedule every week. But mm-hmm. I'll be honest, the thing I didn't like about it. But I'm I'm going to do it again. I'll probably, I'm going to try to do the next one that comes around the next challenge. But Matt Wilpers is a wonderful coach, but I have, you have so many rides with him that you're like, and you hear the same stories over and over. You're like, I hate Matt Wilpers, even though I I love Matt Wilpers. He's a great coach and everything. He's I, the nicest person ever. <laughs> I'm the same way. I mean, like if I had a personal coach from Peloton, I would want it to be Matt Wilpers. I just yeah. think he's like the most knowledgeable guy, but I also think he doesn't care about music at all. You know, I'm like, I'm like oh. you. I like some of the music rides and it, I, I don't, I think he just tolerates the music, you know, where, where some instructors, especially somebody like Kendall or Jen yeah. Sherman, they're really passionate about the music that they pick. You can just, you can just tell it. So, or even for, Dennis, Dennis. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. For, so for me, like that's, that's where Matt Wilpers is like a little bit weaker for me is because like you'll get on the ride and the music makes no sense at all but you know i, I that's not what he's about i um, used to i always compared his music it was like just generic pop <laughs> that's all mm-hmm. it really was if nothing really stood out it wasn't anything that was that great but then i took like a classic rock ride by him or something like that and it was a really good playlist i'm like why doesn't he do this for the power zone rides? <laughs> I know it, it just, it makes no sense, but Dennis's power zone rides here. I think his music's probably the best yeah. for the power zones. And then, Oh, I took a ride from Christine last week. It was the strangest ride I've ever taken in my life. I like her. I like her power zone rides, by the way. And I actually really like Christine, but I took a ride from her last week. It was the strangest ride of all time. It was a Broadway 20 or 30 minutes and oh. it was strange oh. it was so strange i saw your post on that on the page uh it, it it disturbed me i'm still thinking about it that's how disturbing that ride she, was that christine gets very emotional with the music yeah it affects her like personally because i took the chris cornell ride oh with wow her. And that was a, her music choices were phenomenal and she kept the mu the talking to a minimum so you can kind of enjoy the music, mm-hmm. but she was like in tears during parts of the ride. You know? Yeah. Because it, it, the music just touches her so personally that, you know, it affects her and, you know, in a way it's a good thing, but sometimes you just kind of want to enjoy the music, you know, you want to <laughs> enjoy the ride and keep it a little light. I don't need everything to be so... <laughs> so serious oh, that's funny 
Well, Tom, you got anything else, man? I, th- I mean, thank you so much for talking with me. No, You're the first guy fun. also that we've had on the show. So that's pretty cool. Too, oh, so. That's right. Because I, I yeah. have... I haven't gotten through all of them yet. I had Nikki's mother. Wait, I heard half of that interview, and I haven't heard the rest of it. She was so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I want to get to the rest of it. We were in the car, and we stopped. And I'm like, I want to just pick it up when I can hear the rest of it in one shot, and not broken uh-huh. up. So, um, so I'm definitely going li- to. I'll listen to that on the way in the work tomorrow because that should be enough time to get through. You know. Yeah, you're thing. the you're the first guy and the tallest uh, person for sure. <laughs> Um, what was I going to, oh, so have you always been in Nashville? Uh, well, I'm from a town just really close called Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Oh, but right. so, I mean, it, it's like 30 minutes away, but I live in Nashville now. And, um, so it's, yeah, I guess Nashville's home. So we met my daughter there in the summer of 20, 2019. Because uh-huh. she was in Cincinnati taking classes, and we were here in North Carolina, so it's like an eight-hour drive for us to go to Nashville. And she just drove down from Cincy, and we had the best time that weekend. What y'all did? Do you remember? Well, we hit every honky tonk or whatever oh, yeah. on the strip. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with that, and you know, just hearing all the different kind of music. Because I always thought, oh, it's just country music. No, it's get, everything. Like, you know, there's a lot of country music, and I was never really a big country music fan. And I'll be honest, what year? So that was 2019. Mm-hmm. I heard that song, People in Low Places. That was the first time I had ever heard that. Oh, that's song funny. All the way through, because like I said, I really wasn't a country fan. So I have like a new, in every bar we went in, you heard that song. And I'm like, I had a new appreciation for that. And like a lot of the others, because you would hear them play like Garth Brooks and like an old school country person. They would play like ACDC or, you know, and it's like such a mix. And it's like, it's just, these musicians are incredible. Uh, Amazing musicians. And you're you're (laughs) just wondering, you're like, how are it's not, you would think every one of those guys should be famous and gals in there. I mean, they were, they're all so good, but they play they play hours upon hours a day. Know. You know, those bars go to, they start early in the morning and they go till early in the morning. I mean, it's, it's almost a 24 hour thing. So it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's even gotten crazier since you were here. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of returning to the, yeah. you know, pre pandemic levels. So, which I guess that's when you were here, but it, yeah. it's nuts. It's really. It was, all I'd say is that was dangerous because all of a sudden it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. You're listening to music and you realize you're on like your third beer and you're like, yeah. what am I doing? Oh, <laughs> I no. can't keep this up. Yeah. We don't go downtown, you know, unless somebody's coming in to visit or something is a Nashville and you really, you stay away from down there unless you're going to see the Preds or the Titans or something like that. Yeah. So. yeah Cause the Titan stadium's right there. It looks yeah. Like it's right there. And the predators too. That's even closer oh, where the yeah. hockey team plays. It's, it's and, right there. Yeah, you guys have broke my heart so many times because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so that just kills me. <laughs> yeah, you've had a tough run as a Bills fan, that's for sure. Especially with the Titans, the Music City Miracle and everything else in this last oh, year. Oh, that's so funny. I was at that game. I was at the Music City Miracle game. Oh, and, man. And there was a guy right behind us with a Buffalo Bills helmet, and he was going crazy because it looked like they had won the game. Yeah, no. And I mean, he's going crazy. Everybody else is so depressed. Then they do that play. Everybody turns and looks at that guy. <laughs> this Buffalo Bill helmet. I felt kind of bad for him, but that, time, oh, what a game. How many times can the Bills lose in the last 10 seconds of a game? 
after yeah. Kansas City this year. So I know. Oh, well, well, Tom, thank you so very, very yeah, much. It was so you. nice to meet you. I, I I can't wait to talk to you more sometime. And yeah. and you know, please please chime in anytime you want. And uh, I mean, this has just been awesome for me. Yeah. Now, really people, has. if people want to follow you, is it okay to give out your leaderboard name? Sure, that's one. I'll give it out right now. It's okay. big underscore TB. <laughs> yeah, big underscore TB. So thanks so much to our guest today, Tom Burrows. And uh, you can follow us at pelotonpeople.com. You can listen to our other podcast, Peloton People, and then find us on our Facebook group, Peloton People. So Tom, thank you so very, very much. This has just been a real treat for me. Thank you and thank good you. night. Thank you. Thank you.